Happy, healthy, fit and strong. Happy, healthy, fit and strong. Happy, healthy, fit and strong. Ha <laughs> ha. How do you get happy, healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life? And if it's got anything to do with food and anything to do with exercise, how do you choose what to eat and how to exercise? And it's probably a bazillion dollar question because there's so many answers, thousands, millions of answers, so many opinions, controversial opinions, contradicting opinions. What's going to be best for you? And it's easy when you're an exercise professional like me. I live with an exercise physiologist. My gorgeous husband, K-Man, is a, well, he has a master's degree in exercise science, health science. So when an exercise, a new exercise comes out or a new eating plan comes out, it's really easy to analyze it. First of all, we ask, why would we do that? And how does it work? And the how does it work is based on anatomy and physiology. So what muscles are involved? What joints are involved? Is it safe? Is it effective? Is there a better exercise? And the three questions I always ask about exercise are, is it fast? Is it effective? And is it safe? So for us, it's really easy. But if you don't understand anatomy and physiology, how the hell do you work out what's a good eating plan and what's a good exercise plan? And the reason I'm asking the question is today, I was out and about in the beautiful town of Queenstown in uh, the South Island of New Zealand, and I met somebody who's got a really cool way of analysing eating and exercise. Just as a very quick story, my favourite outdoor gym uh, is underneath the Remarkables mountain range, and it's literally the best gym I've ever been to. It's for free. It's outside, fresh air, sunshine, underneath the most beautiful mountains in the world, snow-capped mountains today, sunshine and fresh air, and it was just gorgeous. So there's a guy training in the gym today with me. Every time I, I am in Queenstown, I go there to train because I just love it. And he was training too. And to my surprise, and I'll, I'll just ask you a question, have you ever been to a gym, been to an exercise class, and thought to yourself, uh, why are these people doing this exercise, or that's an unsafe exercise, or that's not effective, or that won't work? And that again, I'll ask those three questions. Do you want your exercise program to be safe, effective, and fast? The reverse of that, do you want your exercise program to be slow, ineffective, and unsafe? And of course, I hope the answer is no. So for me, as an exercise professional and somebody who's been doing this all of my life, it's often a little bit fascinating to go to the gym and watch other people exercise because I kind of have to walk around with my eyes closed because I watch so many silly exercises. But to my surprise today and to my uh, joy and excitement, uh, the man that was exercising at the, at the gym with me outside uh, was doing some safe, effective, uh, fast exercises that would work. I, I'm almost speechless because I couldn't believe it. So of course, I, I mean, I talk to everybody all the time, but we had a great conversation. And uh, it's just, uh, the joy for me was how simply this gorgeous man explained exercise personally for him. And that's the question that I'm asking you. How do you pick an exercise? How do you pick an eating plan? And how do you know that it's going to work for you? And what if there was a way to pick? So those three questions again, how do I know an exercise is safe? How do I know that it's effective? And how do I know that it's fast? Because I, I don't want to get results slowly either. So this particular man who was doing chin-ups and push-ups and squats, 
jump squats, uh, who happened to be in great shape, but he wasn't 21, and I always share that quite passionately. When you're a young person, is it possible that it's normal to be in great shape because you're active and you do all the stuff that young people do? But I always get really impressed or even more impressed uh, with people that are healthy, fit and strong as they get older. And the guy that I met today was certainly not 21. He was a more mature bloke. And so I asked, excuse me, sir, you're doing these great exercises, you're in great shape, you look fantastic, tell me about you. That magical question, tell me about you. And he answered in this beautiful way. Uh, He's a builder and he works on building sites as a construction manager. So we had that conversation, you know, what do you do and do you love it and etc. And he said, I was out of shape, I was getting old fast, I was getting a belly, I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the fact that I had no energy. I didn't like that when I woke up in the morning, I didn't want to get up. So I knew that I had to do something about my body. And I don't do social media, which was a really interesting thing to hear. I don't do social media. Uh, So he didn't have that particular uh, area of expertise to go look at. So he said, one of the things I have to do on a construction site, though, as a construction manager, is I have to analyse everything that the tradies do to make sure that they don't get hurt. So we don't do anything above the head. We don't do anything fast with rotation. We we lift everything close to the body to make sure that we keep the tradies safe. Because if we don't keep the tradies safe, we can get sued. We get downtime in production. It's just not a good thing. So we like to keep people safe. We like our workers to have a stack of energy and we like them to be able to work as hard as possible for the time that they're at work. So he said, I applied that same common sense and knowledge and insight from the workplace, from workplace health and safety practices to my new quest to have a healthy, fit, strong body. And I went to the gym. He said, I joined up at the gym. I went one time and he said, I couldn't watch what was going on there because If the movements that were happening in the gym, he said, I'd never been to the gym before. So here's a guy that doesn't do social media, never been to the gym before, and wanted to get into shape. So it's kind of, I call this person a unicorn, a mythical creature that when you find one, you should capture them and study them, which is exactly what I did this afternoon. So he said, I watched what people were doing in the gym, and he said, those movements, if they were being reproduced on a construction site in a workplace, I would get sued. He said, so I didn't want anything to do with that. I knew that whatever was going on in the gym wasn't for me because it was going to hurt me. He said, it didn't make sense. It looked dangerous. It was dangerous from a workplace health and safety point of view. So I applied common sense. And I know that common sense is not common practice. (laughs) Uh, We might know that that's the right thing to do. and We might know that that's how the human body works. I hope we do as exercise professionals, of course. But have you ever wondered why somebody is an exercise professional, they're fully qualified, they should know their anatomy and physiology, and they still do safe, ineffective, slow exercise? I can, I, that's one of the reasons why I don't like to go to the gym and why I was at an outdoor gym today. So this man said, I looked at how the human body works. He said, I figured that lying on the ground was silly, kneeling down was silly, Sitting down was silly because he said, we don't work like that. On a construction site, everything's in the upright position uh, and you don't do anything above your head and you lift everything close to your body. So I said, I then looked at what, how the, if I have to lift something, if I have to push something or I have to pull something, 
I just wanted to replicate that because that's what I need for my workplace. And I wanted a body that could push, that could pull and could lift. So here's a man with no anatomy and physiology background, just common sense, workplace safety practices, and I would say life experience, because he certainly wasn't 21, who said, I need to do a pushing exercise, I need to do a pulling exercise, and I need to do a lifting exercise. So here he is in the park doing push-ups and dips, chin-ups and squats. I'm sharing that with you because... If you were to go to zero-based thinking, which is we often talk about that in business, if I didn't know anything about business, what would I do? If I, if I hadn't done anything in business before and I had to go back to zero, what would I do differently? What a great headspace to consider with exercise and with eating. Now, if, I, if we now tap into this gorgeous man's eating plan, it was pretty simple and it sounded a little bit familiar to me. <laughs> I eat when I'm hungry, I don't eat if I'm not hungry, and I only eat the foods that I like. I don't want to eat foods that I don't like. It sounded very familiar to me. Common sense is not common practice. Now, I'm just giving you an example of one human being who's decided that he wants to be in great shape, he wants to have a stack of energy, he wants to eat the food that he loves. He doesn't want to eat the food that he doesn't like. He only wants to eat when he's hungry. He doesn't eat if he's not hungry. He works the human body in the way that it functions. And for him as a, as a workplace health and safety officer, how to keep the body safe. Now, the next question was, how often do you come to the park and train? And he said, well, I come when I feel like it. So if I've done a really hard workout, which I do every single time, the next day I figure that my body needs to recover and I like to give it three, four days to recover so that every time I come back to train, I've got a stack of energy. I don't want to come here with half an effort. Every time I come to the park to train under the beautiful Remarkables, I would really like to have the, the energy and enthusiasm and excitement. Now, I'm not sure he used those three words because they're my favorite words, the three E's, energy, enthusiasm and excitement. But why would you exercise if you weren't energetic, if you weren't excited about it and you weren't enthusiastic about it? And is it possible that your body isn't ready to exercise again until it's fully recovered? And is it possible that when you work really hard, your body needs to recover from the workout, regenerate your muscles, your endocrine system, your central nervous system, super compensate, get stronger, get more energetic, so that then the next time that you exercise, your body's ready for it? And that's that really interesting question when people say, how often should I exercise? And my answer is always the same. How would I know? What's your lifestyle? How busy are you? How much sleep do you get? How hydrated are you? What are you eating? Are you ready to exercise because your body feels at 100% energized, energized to be able to exercise? And this guy's figured it out all by himself. And I was so, I just, I hope you can see on my face, I was just ecstatic that uh, without anatomy and physiology, without a textbook, without any training, he'd figured this out all for himself. The reverse of that, which is a little bit sad, as an exercise professional who's been in the exercise profession for over 40 years, I meet so many people who are supposed to be educated at the top level. So exercise physiologists, endocrinologists, uh, uh, orthopedic surgeons, physiotherapists, people who really should understand how the human body works, what's safe, 
what's effective and what's actually going to work uh, in the quickest way possible. And I see people doing some crazy exercises. Now I'm sure that you do too. And I'm sure that you've looked at an exercise and said, it doesn't make any sense. If I'm in on, in a, in on start, start from the beginning, if I'm on a construction site or in a workplace and I was required to lift something above my head at speed and twist it, I wouldn't do that. The workplace health and safety officer would say, don't do that, it's dangerous. So why is it? And I'll give you an interesting example of this because we chatted about this today and had a giggle about it. If you were a gym instructor or if you were a, you worked in a gym and the person who owned the gym asked you to uh, clean something or carry something or lift something and you had to lift it heavy above your head and twist it and move it or if you had to hold it out here, twist it and move it or if you had to hold it out here, twist it and move it Uh, you wouldn't do it because the person asking you to do that particular mission or task would get in trouble from a workplace health and safety uh, protocol because that's not how you lift things. So why is it that it's dangerous in the workplace to lift like that, but I can go from lifting something in the the gym with a box or a piece of cleaning equipment and it's dangerous, but as soon as I walk into the gym where there's weights and and dumbbells and barbells and all of the stuff that's in there, all of a sudden that becomes an acceptable movement pattern. So here's my really special request. If you're going to choose a healthy eating plan for you and you're going to choose a healthy exercise plan for you, so you can stay healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life, could it be a really good idea just to put your common sense goggles on, to put your logical goggles on, rather than turn on social media, rather than ask for somebody's advice or somebody's opinion, because you'll get plenty of that. Would that be fair? If you were to Google, please tell me how to exercise or please tell me how to eat, you'll get millions of responses. If you put that request on Facebook, doesn't doesn't matter, any social media platform, if you ask for advice about eating and exercise, millions of experts will come out and give you all the advice that they think you need. But maybe the answer's inside you. What do you love to eat? And why would you ever take that out of your, out of your lifestyle? If you love something, why would you stop eating it? What, do, what would that do to your mental health? If you don't like to eat something, why the hell would you eat it? Why would you put something into your mouth that you don't like the taste of? It doesn't make any sense. Why would you do an exercise program or any exercise or move your body in any pattern that would danger or put your body in danger that would damage your body why would you do that if you had a choice between a fast exercise program and a slow one why would you pick the slow one where you can get results fast and if you get a, have a choice between an exercise that works and an exercise that doesn't work why would you pick the one that doesn't work what a waste of time so obviously that requires a little bit of knowledge but the joy that i got today was that This man didn't have any anatomy and physiology knowledge technically. He just said you need to push with with your upper body. You obviously need to pull with your upper body and you need to lift stuff. And in his mind, he said, I figured that I'm using all the muscles in my body to do that. And I know this is only one person, but it was such a pleasure to see a more more mature man in really good shape who could do full push-ups and full chin-ups. And he was a strong guy in great shape and it was awesome to see. Uh, the reverse of that, um, it was very, it was, a, it was a lovely compliment because I, as I always share, I'm an old lady. I tell people I'm 120. I just look good for my age. And here's me in the park. Now I was a lot older than him, or I am a lot older than him. 
but we were doing push-ups and dips and chins and squats uh, and I'm an old lady and he said beautifully how 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 <laughs> first of all you don't look 120 we had a giggle about that but most women don't want to lift weights most women don't want don't seem to want to be strong and he said here you are in the park in the fresh air and sunshine under the remarkables lifting remarkably looking remarkable which was a lovely compliment so I then had great pleasure in sharing that with K-Man, of course, because one of the, the fascinating things at our house, and I would, I'll, go to, I'll stretch that to frustrating, of course, because K-Man is an exercise physiologist, and he analyzes every exercise and every movement pattern and everything that the human body can do, not by the exercise, but by how the human body works. And it's very simple. When you understand your anatomy and physiology, you can analyze any exercise and work out very, very quickly whether it's safe, whether it's effective, and whether it's fast. The reverse of that, it doesn't take very long to figure out that, that is unsafe, it doesn't work, and it's whatever result you're going to get, it's going to be really slow. So there's two parts there, common sense and logic. And if you're really excited about having a healthy, fit, strong body for the rest of your life, how about this, anatomy and physiology. We talk a lot about science and we hear that, don't we? Trust the science. Well, the only set science really is anatomy. That hasn't changed. A bicep is a, is a bicep in New Zealand and it's a bicep in Greenland and it's a bicep in Germany and it's a bicep in England and it's a bicep in Iceland. It doesn't matter. Uh, so the set science of anatomy is very exciting because you can't argue that. Most of physiology is not argued. It's just the interpretation of the physiology. But what's really interesting, when you analyse movement patterns, so that's applied anatomy, and when you analyse energy systems, which is the alphabet of the human body, so the phosphate system, the lactate system, the aerobic system, if you understand where energy comes from, how your body utilises it and how your body creates energy to, to move, and, and how food is related to that. So people often say, well, how do I decide what to eat? Well, my question is always this, and these are really great questions, whether you are an exercise professional or a medical professional or a person who wants to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. What are the four macronutrients? Where do they come from? Because they're the macronutrient, meaning my body can run on these. My body uses these to stay alive. So what are the four macronutrients? Where do they come from? How does my body use them? How does my body burn them? How does my body store them? How does my body use them to create energy? And if I'm talking about micronutrition, which is vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, fiber, and technically some people would call fiber a macronutrient because it sits into the, the carbohydrate group, uh, if you understand that, then nutrition becomes simple, exercise becomes simple. So what are the four macronutrients? What are the body's energy systems? What are, the, what are the things that I want to be healthy? Do I want a healthy brain, central nervous system? Do I want healthy emotions and hormones, endocrine system? Do I want healthy muscles and bones, skeletal and muscular system? Do I want a healthy heart and lungs, cardiovascular and respiratory system? Do I want to be healthy, immune system? Do I want to have a body that gets food in and out really quickly without putting on weight? And, with, and if I eat food, can I burn it up fast? Digestive system, metabolism, that's the human body. Isn't that exciting? So common sense and logic combined with some simple understanding of how the human body works and is it possible that we could be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of our life without having to rely on a social media guru? Wouldn't that be awesome? My name's Rowie. Thank you for coming to Romax. I'm an exercise professional. I'm passionate about being healthy, fit and strong. 
I am also the owner of an international fitness business college and I share that with you because how irresponsible would it be of me if I didn't understand all of those systems effectively? I'm, I'm aiming to create the best top-level exercise professionals in the world because our world is fatter and sicker and weaker than it's ever been and I don't want that for our kids. Adults get to choose whatever they want, but our kids... I want them to see that it's possible to be healthy, fit and strong and stay that way for all of your life. I would love our kids to know they can have a career or business that they love. I would love our kids to know that there is a very simple option to be financially free. And I would love our kids to know that having great people in your life and having respectful, kind people in your life is something that is normal. And that's what Romax is all about. Healthy, fit and strong, career or business that you love, financially free and having great people in your life. So thank you for coming to Romax every day. Thank you for using your common sense and logic. Common sense is not often applied, but what if we applied it and we looked at something and said, that doesn't make sense, so it's probably nonsense. I would love you to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. So that you can sing like I do every day. I feel good, na 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 na. I knew that I would now, because I'm healthy, fit, and strong. I eat the food I love, and I exercise with passion and enthusiasm and excitement. Woohoo! <laughs>